new crew, NYC, in Brooklyn, still here. All right, what up, what up, what up? It is another episode of The Crew, episode seven. And today we have a very special guest for you after a huge win over the Arizona Cardinals that I attended. Eagles cornerback Darius Slay in the building. And of course, we are going to talk about those Giants who are four and one. We've got the New York Daily News reporter Pat Leonard to talk about the Giants who are four and one. Really quickly, you can always join us at thecrewnyc.com. That's the URL to our YouTube channel. And, of course, we always put out our show on Twitter. But for further ado, we got somebody back in the building who's been MIA. You know Morris can't wait to talk to him. It is time for a crew call. Oh well, look who it oh, is! Oh, he's Fred right. Oh, Snow. wow! Fred I was Snow yeah. Been located and back yeah. on the show, ladies. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. Fred, just I was, go ahead. I was, I was real, I, I was real, real concerned about mm-hmm. Fred's well-being. I yeah. Do a welfare, welfare check. Yeah, you should have. There, you know, because I got to see what's going on with my dog out there in DC. What, what's up? <laughs> Morris, I've been hurt. My feelings been hurt. Everything like you should have did that wellness check because I've been running for some weeks right now. Like we, we look bad. We look bad. Okay, okay. So, uh, and, so, and, and welcome, Morris. Welcome, Morris Chestnut. Everybody. Thank you, Jocelyn. Thank you. I oh, appreciate please. that. Thank you. Thank you, Jocelyn. Let go that ahead, dog off the let that dog off the leash. He he want to go. Let, let him go and get his just due. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to We're going to save it for when our special we'll guest comes on. Don't uh, worry about it. Don't worry about it. Let's just go straight to the head. Unless you got something else to say, Fred. You got some quick smack talking you want to say? Oh, no, no. This is what I want to say. Uh, hey, Philadelphia is who we thought they was. I told you, oh, Mars, they, they was going to be good. And you mm-hmm. told me. You told me Jalen Hurts. You you was up and down about him, and I told well, you I, I thought I wasn't. I wasn't sure. I said I wasn't sure. I, I'm on the record. I'm on the record. <laughs> and I said I was. I said he's a baller, and now you're seeing it. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, no, not a doubt. Yeah. But, and, and listen, I don't. This is one thing about me is that you know when it comes to the business, I don't mind having an opinion, and I don't mind being wrong. I just gonna. Stay is that true? true you don't I, mind being wrong? I, I don't know about that. Well, I don't mind being wrong. I just gotta stay true to what I think and what I feel. Now I'm not gonna get on here and say. Yeah, I thought Jalen Hurts was the second coming since we drafted him. No, yeah, I was, we would I was know that unsure. Would be yeah, I was, I was unsure about Jalen, um, and I just, I'm glad that you know he's 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 uh, he's progressed very well, and he's yeah. going up. Well, let me move y'all along because we got lots to talk about and lots to get to. Here we go for the headlines. All right. Well, I don't know if y'all saw that uh, Monday night football game with the Raiders and the Chiefs. The Raiders fell again. I don't know yeah. if you saw it, Morris. Did you see it? The Raiders are now one and four after losing thirty to twenty nine. I did. I did. It was a. It was a. It was a crushing blow for the for the Raiders to lose that game. I mean, they had a few things going wrong. I think uh, Waller going out very early. You know, you play the Kansas City Chiefs on the road. You need all your weapons. You know, you yep. can't go in there. You know, you can't go in there with a pea shooter. You know, you need your bazookas, your cannons, your tanks. You need everything going in there. And, and they lost a big weapon uh, early on. And then, you know, just everything was just a little bit off, you know. But then the next play, just a little off in the timing and the routes between he and Renfro, because that would have been another big play. Everything was just a little bit off of playing the Chiefs, and uh, and it was a tough one. 
Uh, let, let, let's be honest. Let's be honest. All right, that game was 17-0 until Chris Jones got that sack, that sack mm-hmm. fumble, and they took it away. When they took it away from Kansas City, they woke up. And when they woke them, when they woke those bees up, them bees will drop fifth forward bees on you. And just, that's what happened. Kansas City came alive. They started to make the plays. The Raiders didn't make the plays, like you said, with Waller going out. That's a weapon of mass destruction right there. All right, that takes away a lot. But I think the attitude changed when they said, all right, if y'all going to try to cheat us, we going to beat you up, up fist to fist. And that's what happened. So the question well, here's, here's is, question. Do the bad, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Well, the question no, ahead, is, ahead, do the ahead, bad ahead. luck ghosts follow the Raiders? Because no. when you look at Josh McDaniels, no. Derek no. Carr, is, is, is it just bad luck? I mean, or, or, or are you putting it on the call that he went for two when they were down one point? No. Or, 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 or I, I mean, there's so many things that happen that we, that we got to get to in this game. All right decisions. They had to go for two right there. You got to realize I got a kicker that already missed a field goal earlier. I don't trust him. I, he's a fill-in. He's fill-in Frank. So, no, I'm not trusting him. I'm going to go try to win that game right then. I thought the Raiders I thought the Raiders played well, and don't forget, they might be four i mean one and four but they've lost every game by two points to three points this is a a tough team bad luck is that bad luck no that's not bad luck and football don't got luck in it either you win or you don't the best team wins most of the time now here go the thing about it with the raiders uh they got a new head coach it's it's david carr's fifth playbook all right yeah yeah, it's gonna take i mean yeah Derek, it's gonna take them a little bit to get rolling well i'm just saying i mean go ahead morris in addition to what, what Fred is saying is that I don't think Derek Carr played during the preseason. And I think, you know, holding him out, with, like I said, a new playbook, new head coach. And they're just right on the cusp. A couple of tweaks here and there. What I like what they've started doing the past couple of games, they've been feeding uh, Jacobs, you know. Yep. Didn't do yeah, yeah. Like the, 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 the past couple of games, they've been feeding Jacobs. And you, you put yourself in position to win the game on the road against a team to where many people feel are going to be in the AFC Championship game. You know, that, well, the I only mean, reason, that's, that's... Well, the only reason why I say that, uh, guys, is because, I mean, look, Carr had two touchdowns, no interceptions, Josh Jacobs, 154 rushing. Adams had 124 receiving. You still don't win the game. Tra- Travis Kelsey says it's the it's the rough and the call on, on Chris Jones that spurred him, as you said, Smooth. And then Hunter Renfro and Devontae Adams run into each other in the last play. I mean, that just seems like a lot. No, of- no, 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 no. They didn't run into each other voluntarily. They ran into each other because their corner went down and jammed Devontae. Yeah. And when he jammed Devontae, it, 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 it knocked off all the time. And, hey, the other guys on the other side get paid, too. This ain't got nothing to do with the, with, with the, the Raiders. Vegas is, is where they're supposed to be at right now. I'm sorry. Kansas City is the better team. Like, let's not sit here and make it like they're not the better team. And then when you – yeah, 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 and I used to be a priest. I everything changes at the time. I everything changes at the time. Like you got to finish the game. The game is four quarters. Hey, they just got beat by a better team. Nothing wrong with that. Like I said, and I don't. And this is what I do want to know, Fred. That's always like to have experts like yourself on the field. I mean, on on the show, mm-hmm. is that I mean, you talk about dropping the fifth war bees. My mind be playing tricks on me because I don't understand <laughs> how. Jason Kelsey, uh, Kelsey uh, yeah. Travis Kelsey is always open. Short mm-hmm. yardage situation, goal line situations. Yep. If there's anybody you want to make sure you go, you guard is Travis Kelsey. How is he always getting open? 
I seen him in the airport. He was opened in. I seen him in the bathroom. He was opened in. Like some people just got the skills to to get open. Like there's a reason why he's great. And it ain't just he gets open. Him and, and Mahomes have a connection, a, a very intimate connection. They don't have to change plays with sign language. They change plays with looks. And the one thing that that Mahomes is very good with when it comes to Kelsey in the red zone, he know how to wait, wait, wait. Wait, not let it go. He can buy time for himself. So it's a mixture between those two on why they so good. Because we see when Mahomes goes out, Kelsey's not open as much. But the arm of Pat Mahomes allows him to be open all the time. And really quickly, did you guys see where, uh, obviously, very frustrated after the win, Devontae Adams uh, pushes the production crew worker, looked like a photographer after the game. In the locker room, he immediately apologized without being asked. But I don't know. Uh, do you have an issue with the photographer being maybe where he shouldn't have been, maybe he should be there or not, uh, walking in front of him, or is this all on Devontae? Cry me a river. Hey, people get ran over on the football field. It's a little push. He'll be all right. I, I, I spent I, – I, Hey, man, listen, it's Mike Costum. He might get fined for it. Yes, he will. But I don't think it's a deal breaker. Hey, we're frustrated, man. That's why I always tell people, don't don't put a mic in our face five minutes after a game. We, we're hot. We're still emotional. Well, uh, this, this, is, this is the thing. This mm-hmm. is the thing. You have you have on the field at any given time, was it 53, 53, 53 minutes? Yeah, yeah. 53 alpha males who are literally, and I'm not, who are literally battling yeah at war for, you know for, at war you know for four quarters to where you have to get yourself up to where it's it's, it's will against will it's strength against strength you have to be at such a level mentally just to be even be on it on the field yeah so you can't ask someone one minute to to be in a battle and then the next minute act like you know you're sitting at home on the couch and everything is good you can't do that you know this is a very it's a highly emotional game yeah. you know you got to you know you got to give the you know give them give them some leeway on that all right well uh speaking of media and not having a, a microphone on your face at the end let's bring in uh Pat Leonard to talk about the Giants everybody welcome in Pat Leonard right now to what talk up, about Pat? The what's up brother What's going on, fellas? Josina, thank you as always for having me here. Yes, the yes, Giants, yes, is that, yes. A, is that an NFL team, the Giants? Oh, God. Where do they play? Wow. London knows. London knows. Is it New Hampshire? Is it the New Hampshire Giants? Oh, oh. New Hampshire Giants? I, I don't know. I'm, listen, I'm just trying to figure out where listen, they play. Listen, he's in rare form because when we get to his Eagles, he's not going to be able uh, to stop frothing at the Disgusting. Mouth, so. Disgusting. Exactly. But listen, Pat, I just want to ask you really quick. Is it too early to crown Brian Dayball right now? Saquon Barkley says he's made a huge difference on his team. Your thoughts on the fact that they're 4-1 and beat the Green Bay Packers in London? Yeah, no, Josina, it's not too early to say that not only Dable, but Mike Kafka, the offensive coordinator who came from the Chiefs, and Don Martindale, the defensive coordinator who came from the Ravens. Josina, frankly, that they are outscoring teams 70-39 to in the second half, and what that is is at halftime when they typically start slow and they don't look like a 4-1 team in most of these first halves, but – when the coaching staff gets to see what the opponent's doing, goes into the locker room and comes out in the third quarter, they have a solution basically every week. And there's no way to look at it and not say that Dayball and the staff have this kind of positive and winning effect on what they're doing right now. I know this is hard for a Commanders fan and an Eagles fan to listen to. You okay You okay over there, Fred? <laughs> I'm about to throw up in my own mouth, but it's all good over here. It's, it's all good. 
Listen, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna say this, okay? And, I, and I'm always on record as this. So, as an mm. Eagles fan, it, it's a long season, oh, right? Gosh. Thank Eagles you. Five and zero, oh, but anything can happen in an NFL. Teams start off well, then they fall off. Teams start off bad, and then they get better. Um, yep. So, for the Eagles, anything can happen. This is what I will say about the Giants. I do think that there is a new sheriff in town in Dayball because these are games that the Giants would have been losing. They would have lost last year that they have they have that they're actually winning. Absolutely. So I yep. give him credit for that. But what I will also say is that it's a long season. You know, they have a new system in. You know, they have to get some film out there on what Dayball and and the and the uh, defensive coordinator are doing. If they keep this up, you know, towards the end of the season, when we get to the middle and towards the end, then yeah, I'll give them a lot of props. And I give them a lot of props now, but it's a long season. Hey, no, I'm, I'm going to say this about the NFC East. I've been in the NFC East my whole life, whole career. I've watched them from afar beforehand. The one thing I can say about the NFC East, we either all good at one time or we all stink at one time. And right now, and, and right now, we in that grace period where we the bottom feeders, but I'm telling you, we coming, and everybody else is on top of there, but I do get a Giants props. You change the coach, you change the outlook, and, and people don't believe this. 300 degrees coaching, player is right there it's an inch apart you show me a great coach i show you some great players you show me a bad coach i show you some bad players mm-hmm. right and, and before I, I, have, I have a question for pat but before i get there fred when we say all was that ah. because yeah yeah that was all, all quotation all all good in the nfc i was going to you know what you know what you know what more you know what more when you go to a broody pack when you go to a broody pageant, everybody there is beautiful, but somebody else, somebody got to win. Somebody got to win. Broody pageant. Oh my god. I can't so, get Ron Rivera's stare out of my head. Quarterback. Oh, quarterback. Oh, that was hey, that was cold blooded by Coach Rivera, and I think it had a lot to do with him being emotional, him feeling the heat, and the fact. And let's be honest, Carson Wentz is number three or number four passing in the league, but the problem is. He can make plays, and he proved us all game. But can you make them when it count? You see what Pat Mahomes did last night? Make them when it count. And I think that's what's happening. But I'm also going to be real with myself. Carson Wentz is only five games old as a commander. Like, he's only five games old. Well, we're well, going to get to that. We're going to get – well, as, go ahead. Okay, yeah, okay. We'll get to that later. As a former yes. Eagle fan, I will say yes. that he can make some when it counts. We'll discuss that later. Oh, but, Pat, yes. let me ask you this. Yes. Pat, yeah. what yeah. do you see – um, in terms of schemes with the offense for the Giants that's making a big difference with how they how are they able to come back on somebody like the Green Bay Packers who were supposed to have a really strong defense with Saquon Barkley. <laughs> right. That's the, that's the two word answer. Well, first of all, I'll say this and not that the Giants don't deserve credit, but Joe Barry and the Packers, like if you watch the game, like they barely blitz Daniel Jones and kudos to the Giants offensive line for protecting him. But the four-man rush kind of stopped getting there, and the Packers just didn't adjust. They didn't throw extra men at him. He doesn't really have any star receivers on the field with him right now, so it's a little strange that, you know, once they could protect the four-man rush, he had a lot of time to throw. But the answer is it's Saquon and how they employ him. Sometimes it's what you see coming, and it still works, like the Wildcat, which they're using more now. Mm. And they got guys like Matt Breda, who is a runner, mm-hmm. playing fullback on, in the Wildcat, making a big block on the outside on I think it might have been Savage to spring mm-hmm. Barkley on a 40-yard gain. So they're using guys maybe in spaces that people haven't before, but trusting them to make that play like Breda did there. Um, and frankly, they're using Daniel Jones's legs. Other coaches have as well. 
but they're encouraging him and they're kind of putting him in strategic spots to succeed. He does seem to have learned and they've seemed to coach out of him this recklessness with the ball when he oh, does get on the move. He's throwing better on the run when he rolls out. Doesn't happen all the time, but I'd be, I, I'm going to dig more into why that is, how they've technically coached him there because some of those adjustments really have shown. Um, and the last thing I would say on usage of Barkley is that 41-yard catch and run in the second half. I got it. I'm digging deeper into why they confused the Packers so bad, but they had him lined up as a slot receiver on that play. And the Packers had an all-time coverage bust. I mean, he was mm-hmm. – there wasn't anyone within 20 yards of him. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a defensive mistake. But I think I have a good hunch that Kafka and the Giants set that up and that they had the Packers confused. You can see the middle linebacker pointing and thinking oh. someone else has Barkley when he does. Oh, okay. So, let me, okay. So, in, in all fairness, okay, I can understand them, them setting it up, right? But if, yeah. if I'm the Green Bay Packers – and I have this question for you too. Yeah. Did – did the Giants win the game or did the Packers lose the game? Because if I'm the Packers, aren't the Giants' first four wide receivers injured? There's nobody else on the field that I'm really concerned about but Saquon Barkley. So when he comes out of the huddle, I'm identifying where that man is. I'm they putting dr- two people on him. Maybe they drunk two people on him. They was in London. They drunk too much Earl Grey. They drunk too much Earl Grey. And, and then what happened? But, hey. As I watch, as I watch Daniel Jones, he's tightening up his throwing stance. Like the one thing about Carson Wentz, his legs are spread too wide. All right, now you're talking about only not only a a a, 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 a long base, you're talking about a long throwing motion, and they's tightening up Daniel Jones' throwing motion, and they just told him straight up, "You turn the ball over, we gonna bench you." I think that's what Debo told him. I'm not married to you. If you take care of the ball, I'll take care of you. Well, listen, uh, someone asked uh, them, or Brian Dayball, if they were the worst 4 one team. They got two wins against the Panthers and the Bears, two wins against the Titans and the Packers. I mean, I don't know what you say about the Panthers and the Bears, but... All NFL teams. All, okay, yeah. all NFL teams. Yeah. A, win, all a win on Sundays, a win on Sunday. Win on Sunday, I'm sorry. It is. <laughs> you get baptized in church, it's in the name of the Lord. <laughs> Okay, well, listen, uh, Pat, we appreciate you coming on to talk about the Giants, as always. I hope you do dig into that question and figure out how the hell they solved Daniel Jones' fumbleitis. As always, <laughs> well, we appreciate well, you. Yeah, what, what? We need to have Pat back on after we play the Eagles and the, and, and the, and the oh, Commandos. God. Is that the name? Please. Is it the Please. Commandos? Is it the Commodores? Hey, Commandalorians. Hey, Commandalorians. This is the way. This is the way. Oh, okay. All Thank right. you, well, Justina. Listen, Pat, Thank we you, guys. Appreciate it, Pat. Appreciate it. All right. So guess what, guys? On the other side, we have our crew crib guest, Eagles cornerback Darius Slay, coming up on the other side in the building. All right, all right, all right. Well, look who is in the building. Darius Slay, ladies and gentlemen. Morris Chestnut, are you about Big to lose Slay your mind? Hey, 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 first of all, first, first of all, do not put him and Morris together because, hey, he, 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 he is more... He is more connected to me as a Mississippi State Bulldog than he is Morris, all right? It's about... Fred, Fred, we're not, we not talking about 30 years ago, dog. Hey, hey, hey. We can reminisce about the, about the past, but we're going to enjoy the present. 
Hey, I'm telling you, hey, hey, you know what? You never forget where you're born at. And he came out the womb in Stark Vegas, baby. That's where that happened at. He got Big Play Slay. He got that name, Big Play Slay, playing in Stark Vegas, man. You need to realize that. Oh, please. Yeah. Can I properly welcome in the four-time Pro Bowler, Darius? How you feeling this morning? I'm good. How everybody else doing? Oh, good, yeah. Man. We good. We real good. Well, I mean, some of us are real good. Some of hey, keep that. Hey, hey, keep that. Hey, keep that. This is why I'm feeling bad. Listen, I got to. Hey, when it comes to my Bulldogs, I cheer for them at least 15 games a year. Now, when they play Washington, I don't cheer for them, all right? I just watch them. And I can say this about my boy. I can say this about my boy, Big Play Slay. He came in the FedEx field and became a prison warden, all right? A prison warden. He locked down everybody. He locked down the janitor, the coaches, and the players. Listen, listen, I just had an opportunity to talk to Darius Slay when I was in the locker room after they beat the Cardinals, went on to be 5-0. He said he was so hyped that they were 5-0 that he might not let nobody sleep on the plane. Darius, did you let people sleep on the plane? Nah, we didn't sleep on the plane. We was up all day. Y'all was turned up? Lit. Lit on the Mm. plane. I'm talking Mm. up and down the aisle. Up and down. Everybody was mad at us. Everybody trying Uh, to get sleep up there. We ain't making nobody get to sleep. Okay, so so how y'all been celebrating? Go ahead. We just uh, we just chopping it up, man. Just talking about the games and doing a little gambling, a little bit of everything. Big play, big play. Talk to me, brother. So, so what do you think has been the biggest turnaround in the defense? Is it is it Bradbury on the other side of you? Is it the addition of um, uh, the big boy in the middle? Uh, the Davis, Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis, what's been? What do you think has been the biggest adjustment or the biggest difference between this year and last year? My my honest opinion, I just think a lot of people uh, on the, on the defensive end just kind of like buy into what uh, coach is doing, and coaches buy into us as in finding the right position to get the guys in to win. And uh, you know, last year everything was like to me felt like a test run for some folks. You know, first time T, uh, DC, so he's trying to figure out what kind of works for guys. And then um, coming into our second year, man, he understood us and watched us as a player in an off season. And all put us in a, in, a, in a great position. Of course, the additions work. We we have some great additions. So uh, you know, I don't know how the Giants let James uh, James Bradbury out the building, but that's yeah. Crazy. But uh, right. we, we yeah. appreciate them. Yeah, that's called that's called a team being cheap as hell. That's what this called. All right, but at the end of but but Slay, I gotta ask you this, man. On the other side of the ball is the one that shocked me to death, man. Jalen Hurts is playing out his damn mind. AJ Brown is a damn beast. Uh, Smitty can run past anybody. You got tight ends, good lord. You got Miles Sanders at the running back. My God, where's the weakness at on the offense, man? Uh, them themselves, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> man, we ain't surprised by Jalen. I mean, because. You know, we, when he first came in as a rookie, man, you just saw the mindset, how he always competed at a high level. Um, him always being an underdog really pushed him. And um, yep. coming in, he always had to sit behind. He had to sit behind Wentz. You know, he had lost his spot up there in, uh, in Alabama and had to transfer. So he, he had to overcome a lot of situations. So he got a lot of big chip on his shoulder, man. He come out there and execute, man. He been working hard for sure. Yeah, I can see okay, it. Okay, cool. Now, I got to, I, listen, I got a couple questions. I don't know if you can be able to answer or not. Cause I so know. tired of your questions. All these hey, Eagles hey, questions, hey, hey, man. Hey, People want to know. The people want to know. So a, a lot of people are, you know, you know, Philadelphia. Sometimes it's hard. They just can't accept people just winning. Do you? And some people are a little um, not skeptical. disappointed with the loss. Skeptical because they thought that 
you know, you guys pulled up off the Cardinals a little bit. They were they were, they were a little concerned that the, that the win was a little bit more narrow than they thought. Mm. Were you guys looking ahead a little bit to the Cowboys? I know Arizona's very Arizona's very talented. That boy, yeah. Colin Murray, he moves around the field. Very, he a smurf. Very to, yeah, very tough to contain. But do you think that any attention was on the Cowboys for this upcoming huge game this week? Uh, no, no, man. I just think uh... – Shoot, you know, it's just a, it's a football game, man. It's a lot of ups and downs that go into the game, man. Uh, we came out into halftime. I think they defense came out with a, a good green plan. And, uh, you know, we try to match the intensity because uh, them guys on their defense side were really flying around, man, um, making a lot of plays. And, uh, you know, so it's just a game. You know, any anybody can lose at any given time. So we was locked in for sure. But, you know, as, as soon as we came off the field, you know, it was all about the Cowboys because, you know, I feel like, honestly, opinion, if we could go – we could go – uh. Two and fourteen, but if we beat Dallas twice. We might still be a lit city. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. I was looking up this stuff about. I didn't even know you are thirty-one already. I'm like, where has the time gone? And then I was, oh yeah, the time that you've been in uh, Detroit. I was like, you, you just maybe you just feel brand new because you now we're seeing you more. You know, playing with Philly. And then I was looking at all your coaches that you had: Swartz, Caldwell, Patricia, Bevel. Peterson, and then now Sirianni or what have you. I mean, can you tell me, has, has your appreciation, you know, for Philly and just being on the Eagles team grown since you left Detroit? Oh, yeah, man, for sure, man. Uh, you know, they, they love me in Philly for some reason, you know, but uh, <laughs> I'll be I'll be enjoying it, man. But Because you do your job. You do your job. They, 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 they love you. They love you when you do your job. Yeah. Up when you ain't. Oh, I, I know that. that uh, that's, that's the point that I hope you don't get to see of Philadelphia. Because they, they turned on Santa Claus, so they'll turn on you, uh, uh, Slay. You know this. Uh, I'm talking about quick, but uh, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> uh, yeah, ahead, I've been uh, embracing the city, man. The city has been embracing me, uh, showing me a good time, man. Uh, experience new, a lot of things, man. Um, so I'm enjoying it. I love it. You know, uh, I appreciate Philly for sure, uh, you know. Believing in me, trusting in me to come over here and execute my job at a high level. I'm loving it right now. Hey, Morris, don't you say nothing. Morris, don't you say nothing. I know you about to ask questions. Don't you ask no question, Morris. Hey, I've been, I've been, I've been, no, I've been asking him a football question. A football question. Here we go. All right, big play. Uh, I had teamed up with Champ Bailey as a rookie in my second, third year. Then I, che- I teamed up with Sean Springs. Then I teamed up with D'Angelo Hall. Uh, Antoine Winfield, Carlos Rogers. So I know how it feels to team up with somebody that can play just as good as you on the other side. Tell me how this took your game to the next level with Bradbury being on the other side, forcing people to throw back at you. Yeah, man, I was good, man. I, uh, I honestly, man, you know, I play with a lot of great guys in the league for sure. Uh, JB is for sure one of the best ones because, you know, he's been a Pro Bowl and uh, all kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, man, it helps out a lot because uh, it takes a lot of pressure off me because uh, I've been to time when I felt like I had the pressure to make plays when the plays came my way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, man, I, I kind of play a lot fluent, man. More smooth, mm-hmm. more uh, more understanding, because I know JB handling this job on a high level over there as well. And, you know, I've been on a team where somebody got picked on every play. Every, every play, yep. Every mm-hmm. play. So, but uh, with JB over there, you can't pick on him, because uh, by that time you keep doing that, you know, we both two picks in right now, so it can get ugly every time. Right now, yep. now of the past couple of years, I, I thought I was reading some quotes, and I was getting the feeling, big play, that you was, you know, you was, you was looking forward to hanging up the cleats a little bit. You wanted to become like a more of a mentor. Was that right? Like, was that what you were feeling the past couple of years? Uh, not, not actually. You know, no, we don't quit. Play, I always want to. Not that he quit, plus, but it you just know felt, what I'm saying. What's that? Uh, I said I always wanted to play ten plus years and leave, but I knew a time I'm ready to hang up because it's so much better, you know, teaching folks and learning for. 
helping guys improve, you know, watching other people improve as you, you know, I, I feel good when like a guy believes into me uh, of as in what I told him to do on the field and he and to execute. So that's way more bigger than me than making any type of play on the field because it's just like I, you know, definitely for sure another black man. So I love that and uh, that's what I like doing. But uh, yeah, my time will come for sure. Not I ain't gonna say not too soon. I can honestly play by five or six more years. But am I? I I, I, I been say play till the wheels fall off of that truck, Slay. Don't don't do. Hey, I I got into that point where I was like, hey, I got a decision to make. Do I really love it like I used to? Yeah. Is it bringing it out of me? And, and I it, and I can't say I have regrets what I do, but my body told me I had to quit. I, it wasn't me. Yeah. But long as your body allows you to play this game, brother, I don't care if you seventy three. Roll that, that 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 wheelchair out there and you shut their ass down. You done locked up the young the youngster in Jefferson. You know, that was mm -hmm. a huge, huge game for you. Now, are you gonna start traveling with these receivers or y'all just gonna stay on each other's side? Uh well, it's whatever needs to be done. I'm a I'm a team player first, as in if like so if my coach need me to do it, I would do it. Uh he know I'm always open up to do it, so I just believe into the coach and the system they want me to do. They need me to stand left and right, I do it. They want me to travel, I go travel. So uh, come that mm -hmm. week, uh, you know they got two great receivers, you know Thielen and and um and uh what's it boy? Yeah, uh, yeah, Jefferson. yeah, Jefferson. So, yeah. So I was like, hey, what do we need to work? So coach like, honestly, nah, so go get him for better matchups, better speed, and all that kind of stuff. So whatever they need, I can do it. You yeah, know, but I always kind of want to travel, but if I don't, I'm cool with it too. Hey, Kirk Cousins will make you a millionaire, Slay. Kirk Cousins, hey, hey, you know what? He'll give you a chance, and you know he'll give you a chance, Slay. Every time. That's why I love it. Like, <laughs> hey, listen, time. the Minnesota Vikings are doing their thing right now. Yeah, bullshit. And, and, and Kirk Cousins will be on, on the program at some point, and we will appreciate that, too. Hey, listen, Darius, I wanted to ask you really quickly. Um, you know, we were talking about uh, Nick Sirianni in the uh, locker room the other day, and mm -hmm. I'm, I know, you know, how things were kind of when you left Detroit or what have you. I'm just curious, what's the difference between how Nick Sirianni treats y'all as men versus kind of maybe what you experience in Detroit? Yeah, man, uh, he treats us like men, family, everything. So uh, it's a big difference from uh, – I mean, I don't know how the building is now, but when I was in Detroit with the with the with the coach, it was a lot different, man. So, but over here, man, he, uh, you call him the coach. Yeah, he he the coach. He don't got a name for me. The old the old the old coach. The old coach. So he doesn't. Why doesn't he have a name, Darius? Oh man, everybody know why he don't got a name. They know how it is. So, you know, right? Yeah, I'm glad. I'm thankful. I'm a changed person by now. By that time, yeah, that's what that's what it was. But, uh, okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, uh, Nick, man, he treats us like men. He appreciate us. Um, he take care of us as a as a, as a team, um, and he understand like he understand the game, man. He played football before, you know, as in like, but uh, he been around great guys because um, I can see what kind of tree he came from under because the coach, because Caldwell did the same thing to us when he was there in Detroit. Yeah, so I got yeah, the same yeah, type of treatment that you know because they both came from under that organization. And um, they understand about how important the body is and how important it is to be connected as a family and in, in, in the room. So that's all you feel around the building. A lot of family organizing, man, like the staff, the, from the, all the way down to the janitors. Everybody appreciated everybody in that building, and that's what really the big goal but is. But how important is that, Darius? Because is, is it sometimes Slay. that uh, – uh, Huh? Slay. Yeah, sorry. Anyone, anyone, anyone. Big play, slay, slay. Uh, uh, what the mama Slay, 
Come on now. Hey, hey, if his mama called him Slay, I'ma call him Slay. Okay, all right. Uh-oh. He calls. Okay, listen. But my my thing is, is that you, you you talking about that, and you say thank God you kind of a changed man right now. But can a but can, how much can a relationship that's off just or on just impact you know the uh, the building because it's, it's everything. But but it's not as if Mac didn't know football. So I'm just I'm just curious how how much of that aspect really can just be a switch on a switch off. I mean, switch on. Oh shoot! Don't think they got us going because shoot, we all getting here paid a lot of money. Yes, sir. <laughs> Tell her again. So if the, if uh, we get paid a lot of money and I got a job to do it, and and I'm a real big guy in my room. I've been a leader in my room. Uh, I always pay for my guys in the room for sure. So that's before, that's before anything. So uh, but other than that, shoot, if it weren't for no money, man, what? Hey, hey, listen. I was just in. Oh. Fi- I was just in Philadelphia last week. I was riding around trying to get me a cheesesteak. I pulled up to a family. The man had a beard. The wife had a beard. And the the child had a beard. So tell me what's going on. What's in the water in Philadelphia? Everybody got beards up that month. I do not know. I need them to help me patch mines all the time. So, um, y'all got the Cowboys coming up next. I'm just curious. I know you haven't gotten to full installations yet, but mm. any thoughts on how uh, well Cooper Rush is playing right now? They're four zero. He's got four touchdowns, zero interceptions, a sixty one completion rate. Uh, I don't know if your your opinion about the Cowboys without Dak Prescott. Game manager. My fault. <laughs> uh, he's doing what as, as he do, man. As, what he should be doing as a backup quarterback, you know. Uh, they blessed enough to have a great one. I think a, a good, a great one that's uh, behind that right now that can uh, manage the game until that get back or whatever. But uh, you know, he playing at a good level for us, you know. So uh, we out here going to compete, execute the job, and uh, and we looking forward to it, you know. So we know they got a great defense. So uh, we know we got to come out there and play hard as well. And then what I'm finna bring up, I was gonna bring up that defense because y'all got a great defense. They got a mm-hmm. great defense, and I know when I played, I used to love watching the other people. How you have you been watching Diggs? Because you and Diggs are the two top in this division. How you feel Diggs playing this year? Diggs playing amazing. I always watch Diggs. Uh, he's a talented guy, man. Uh, I've been knowing Diggs since he was in uh, college. You know, we've been always chatting it up a little bit because, uh, yep. like I said, I'm a big. I like being a big brother mentor, so he played my position. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't mind helping him, giving him tips on things, stuff on the Eagles. We don't give him no tips on that. Uh, I feel but, you. I feel you. <laughs> but uh, just as a player, man, because I want to be, uh, I want him to be a successful guy, man. But uh, he been playing it right, man. He been doing. He been living good too, for sure. All yeah, yeah. I'm finna say he living right. That's what he we say in the defensive back room. When, when balls yeah. just fall in your hand, he living right. He live good. He living yep. good. So. Uh, uh, he's a great goop, man. Great dope, yeah. man. Play hard. You can see his, his cover skills getting better, man. He's a poop. Yep. And um, man, I'm looking forward because Scott's going to be a limit for that kid. He's going to be for sure one of the see, best in the game for a long time. It's interesting. If you take off the jerseys, the team, the names, do you see a little bit of yourself in this? Because you guys kind of look a little similar out there, the way you yeah. play. Did you see a little bit of yourself a young Yeah, of course. Cause, uh, of course, because he can't. It, he got a kind of like a similar story to me as well as in like, Except for I just went JUCO, but a guy that was kind of like uh, not polished enough, the, the NFL scouts would say, because I I ain't do too I I went to JUCO, so I ain't do year, too many years at Michigan. I went to JUCO. I went to JUCO too, brother. You know yeah, how yeah, I, I go. Know. You know I went. to JUCO, but I ain't make it to the league. But go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey, hey, that, that, that's because you, hey, hey, the only reason you didn't, hey, only reason you didn't make it more is because you got shot in the alleyway and boys in the hood. <laughs> It had me crying all. It had me crying. I was crying too. Yeah. <laughs> D 
then I found out he was still alive. What kind of shit is that? Come on, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, you were saying you were saying you, you kind of see a little bit of yourself in him. Yeah, yeah, be, yeah because uh, um, they saying like you know they as a scout would say they say he's raw but got a lot of potential. So I was a guy that was raw and had a lot of potential too. So uh, mm -hmm. we both fell into the second round. Uh, we both got overlooked, and you know, and now you see as one of us as the best in our class. So mm -hmm. uh, that's how I'll be going in, and and the same thing, you know, like I said, scouts could always be wrong, man, because you know, that, guys, that, they can, they just be just looking at paper hey. and be like, oh, this dude look good, and that dude yep. look good, and it, it don't work like that, you know. It's they just like the weather man. They yeah, never right. They never right. We could be some guys, some real true ball players out there, and yeah. he's one of them. Yep. And Slay, yeah. I'm, I'm really curious too when it comes to, because, you know, CeeDee Lamb obviously did his thing last year over a thousand yards, but Amari Cooper went over to Cleveland. So, you know, sometimes it can be different for the wide receivers, mm -hmm. you know, once another one uh, leaves and now they got the defensive attention more on them. Do you think that he's playing, you know, the same way with Amari Cooper gone, Cedric Wilson gone over to Miami? Uh, I ain't gonna say that because I ain't had watching their film, but it is tough. That is a tough position because uh, having Coop, he drew a lot of attention. You know, uh, every time I played Dallas, you know that's who I was following too, Coop. Mm -hmm. yep. So uh, you know when you and uh, with us at the times when I was following Coop, with us not having like a solid number two as well as like right. you know can match up with as in with him. Uh, yep. he, get, he have his times to get get it going. So uh, he does draw a lot of attention from Coop, but uh. With him being the number one guy, that's what he got to sign up for. That's why they drafted him in the first round for to be that guy. So, uh, yep. No, I, I hope nothing but the best for him. And that's uh, not against us, but yeah, everybody else. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, uh, I hope nothing but the best for him because uh, he a talented dude, man. And uh, shoot, you know, I'm looking forward to competing. So, you know, he got to see about me. For sure. Oh, we got to see about it. Go. Well, he's got Michael Gallup, you know, back, you know, rehabbing after that ACL. Because I know Gallup missed the first three, but he's starting to come back around. So mm -hmm. hopefully that'll help uh, detract some of the tension away from Kitty Lamb. What you about to say? Yeah. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. No, no it ain't. It's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a tough hey, game. Hey, hey, listen. Hey, I like working. I like uh, matchups, and I always look at matchups. And we know as cornerbacks, we don't always match up with everybody well. That's the whole thing about it. Just because you're good with this type body type, you're not good with that body type. Slay, you very good. You very good with body types that look you out of eye. Like no matter how fast they is, as clone they is, if they look you out of eye, you are very, very good with them. And CD Lamb hasn't shown me that he can constantly beat uh, number one corners. I watched him the first game. I watched him the second game. He only causes trouble when he moves to the slot. Now, if they have you following him, are you comfortable inside? I'm comfortable anywhere we can go. Yeah. I was in when I was in Detroit. You know, shoot, you've been, you, uh, you never been the system, but I know you know about that Patriot system. So I know about the system. Yep. Zero man every play. Play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was in Detroit. That's all I did was in the slot outside and everything. Um, so it ain't, it's no, it's not for me to do it anywhere. You know, whatever I need to do to get the job done to help this team win, I'm gonna do it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, well, Slay, I want you. You know, I had a little interesting conversation with you at the locker because one of the things when I asked you about coming on this show, and I, I let you know that Morris Chestnut was <laughs> was on the show. Uh, you had a little, you had a little comment about your lady. So you you want to you want to share that with us? It, yeah, it, I'm gonna share it because I'm told. <laughs> So, you know, as as you know, in dating when I was dating in college or whatever, it's like you come on, see when we watch the best man, you coming on with that with your hat on and that, and that episode <laughs> with everybody in the meeting room and you come in looking left and right and everybody just glossing. She over here glossing. I said, That's you know what? My my lady cannot meet Morris Chestnut. Uh, hey, if this hey. my person I go get her, he's gonna get her from me. So I'm like, uh, no, uh, sir. Don't do it, Slay. Don't do it, Slay. I ain't do it. Hey. 
My wife know. now, she think Morris Chestnut the sexiest man in the world. No. Oh. Hey. <laughs> hey, 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 do not do it. Hey, Morris, hey, my girl can never tell me I'm sitting at a restaurant and I'm looking at Morris Chestnut out of rock. I'm going to tell Morris, like, you need to get the hell up and get the hell out of there. That's what you need yeah. to do. That's what's going on. I'm on the way. <laughs> Hey, but, hey, look, you know, sometimes when we're talking on the show, Slack, Morris is, Morris, you know, is, is a longtime married person. Uh, you know, he, you know, he, he claims to, you know, be the, uh, the, the wife. The man of the Lord. Oh, stop it. And obviously, you know, <laughs> that you, you have your, your lady too. Uh, I'm just saying, Slate, do you, do you, with the people listening out there, as we just change the topic really quickly, do you have your, your advice for single people like me and Fred as far as, you know, hey, what, is hey, the hey. Key, what is the key to long relationship? No, you, know, you are single, not me. I, I, I'm dating. No, I'm, 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 I'm dating people right now. I'm dating people right now. <laughs> Okay, I, so, so, so I, what, I what, what is the key Fred, then for me? I guess Fred, uh, Fred, Fred ain't single; he's plural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> my fault, my fault, my fault. But you, but you know, long time married person in Morris, you got your. So as we just kind of switch, just so people get to know you a little bit, you know, what, what what's the key? What's the key? I don't honestly believe I don't know the key yet. I'm still learning myself. Oh, uh, all right, all right, all right. I think it's a new task every day. It's a new task because you know. You know, mm-hmm. as you grow, as you grow as a man, as a woman, it kind of mm-hmm. everybody try to change, but you're trying to figure out you got pieces of, but it's never the end of it. You know, it's going to always continue yeah. to keep growing to me. So mm-hmm. uh, I just got to keep learning. True. You know what I'm saying? I'm still young, 31. Yeah. I've only, only been married uh, three, three half years. So wow. congratulations. He almost yeah. got yeah. Hey, hey, hey. I was only married five, and two of them was the end of that motherfucker. You know how that goes. <laughs> so, so, you know, I'm still. You know me and my wife been together. We've been together for eight years, but wow. we still we still trying to learn. I'm still learning, and I'm and it, it, it just you and that's the right approach. As long as you got that approach, it'll be a successful marriage, brother. Don't ever think you know everything and never get complacent. Yeah, and, that, yeah. and, that's, and that's from the divorcee on our panel. Oh, 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 hey, hey, if you if you go to a counselor, a drug counselor, you want him to been hooked on drugs before. I, I don't want to go to no counselor that ain't never been hooked on drugs. I'm the one to talk to if you want to help the relationship. Okay, Morris, <laughs> you want, lastly, in parting words, Morris, do you want to give some advice to Slay? This is from your long-lasting, you know, relationship. No, no, listen, I can't. I mean, what, what, what big play Slay, what big play Slay said is on point. I, I think he's right. You know, when in a, in a relationship, long-term relationships, you know, people both grow, you know. It's yeah. either you grow together or you grow apart. You know, like, like Fred said, you know, you have to really respect each other and kind of continue to understand each other. So they both know what's happening. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Well, listen, mm-hmm. we definitely appreciate you coming into the crew crib Big and giving us your time. Yes. Hey, hold on, hold on. Hey, hold on. I got an extra late. You been watching them bull dogs? We looking good right now. Hey, we looking nice now. Hey, we looking nice. Uh, hey, about time. Mm-hmm. I'm getting mad with them boys, but we straightened up now. No, no, we good right now because Dion then took over Mississippi. Him and Lane Kiffin then took over Mississippi. But that Emmanuel Forbes, number 13, he remind me of Jonathan Banks. He look like a faster Jonathan Banks, don't he? That's all. He do look just like him, man. Big. Yeah. They all, it's like we get the long corners at 6'3 plus. They all want to get 13. They all want to get 13. But, hey, number two is on offense right now. Where that nine at? Well, I'm talking about, come on, man, two and, two and nine, we out there now. No, all right, all right. See, they don't know nothing about this conversation. Y'all don't know nothing about this brotherhood right here. No, 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 y'all, talking about, y'all talking about 13 and nine. I'm talking about five and oh. Fred, you don't know nothing about that right now. Oh, We're what? talking about five and oh right now, Fred. We're going to get to his Glove, we got the glove right now. Hey, Slay, do me a favor. Look in the camera and say, my name is Slay, big place, and you are watching the crew.
My name is Big Play Slay Man, and you're watching the crew. Hey, looky here, yo. We appreciate you. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Right, I should have I should have brought my cowbell. God damn it. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> thank you, Slay. We appreciate you. Good luck uh, to Dallas. All right, All right. thank y'all. Y'all have a good one. All right, brother. All right, y'all. Let's move along. Let's move along to the crew huddle. All right, we had to get to your commanders. We had to get to your commanders. I, I, you know, you've been missing on the pod. And then your head coach, Ron Rivera, when he was asked, you know. I ran. I ain't been missing. I ran. Y'all knew where I was. I didn't want to answer none of those questions. I ran. Listen, listen. Now, now, Ron, Ron, what did Ron Rivera ask? What was he asked? He, said, he was why asked. Do think, why mm -hmm. do you think the teams in the division are further ahead? And then he said quarterback. And then yep. he asked, well, do you have any regrets? You're the one who brought that quarterback in. And he said, no, he's been doing some good things, talking about Carson Wentz, but also yeah. said he's also been struggling. Did he throw Carson Wentz under the bus, Fred? Nope, nope, nope. I, I, it reminds me when I was in court sitting there with my ex-wife, and they asked me whose fault it is, and I said it's her fault. Right, it's her fault, and I stand by it. They asked me, has she been doing some good things? Of course she's been doing some good things, but she also been doing some bad things. And see, here go the thing about it is, at the end of the day, like I said, as many plays as Carson Wentz makes us, he also makes those plays that bites us in the butt, and he does it at crunch time. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. He's only been with the team 20 uh, quarters, five games. All right, so I'm fine with that. But at the end of the day. So what happened at the end of the game? What happened at the end of the game? We drove. Uh, we, we needed 90 yards to score. He drove 87 yards and threw a pick to end the game. And, 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 that was, and we had to have this game. We had to have it. Well, hold on now, Fred. Now I didn't see the I didn't see the replay. I saw the play as it happened. Yeah. He was in a position to where you guys could not run the ball. You guys didn't have any more timeouts. We did. So we had to throw the ball. Did mm -hmm. you see the replay? Was there somebody open on that play? Yeah, it was somebody open, and the fact that he could have ran. Uh, he could have ran himself. That's the one thing about it. When you go back and you pass the ball as a quarterback, you still had an option to go get two, three yards. At the end of the day, this is what great quarterbacks do. They make plays, not excuses. They make plays, not excuses. And all we get is excuses right now. Like, why not? I don't want to hear why not. I want to hear why. Like, we got wide receivers everywhere. We got tight ends, good tight ends. We got good running backs. Now, the offensive line, it could be a lot better. But Carson Wentz, you are the man that we are putting everything everything on and, and and i don't know if he can carry it I, I just don't know if he can carry it well well i think so being a philadelphia eagles fan i've seen carson you know for for a number of years to me unfortunately i think it was a mistake for rivera to come out because the one thing that i i've known watching carson listen reading some of his interviews he doesn't appear to be and i could be wrong but he doesn't appear to be mentally strong sensitive you thug know? he's a sensitive thug that need a hug and so it doesn't feel like that was the right thing to do at this juncture i think he needs a little bit of nurturing yeah i feel you on that but also we on a time restriction because at the end of the day if he plays 70 percent of the snaps this year we have to give uh the coast a second rounder if he played but under that we don't have to get a coach but a seventh rounder oh, okay. the clock is ticking Who's your offense coordinator? <laughs> Scott Turner. Scott Turner oh, has okay, actually okay. Scott Turner has actually been doing a good job. Not in the first half. That's our problem. We start too slow. By the time the second half comes, now we're ready to score points. It's too late at that time. Like 
uh, great quarterbacks dictate games. I'm ready to see Carson Wentz dictate a game and not be the reason why we don't go run plays. I want him to be the reason why we run plays. Right, and you know, listen, and he has it in him. The Carson's problem has been ever since that quote-unquote season that he was supposed to be the MVP. So up his first year, that was his second year. So his first year and his second year, he was really listening to coaching. He was accepting coaching. After he had that season, it just feels like he just kind of goes rogue and just kind of just does what he wants to do, plays out of system, out of rhythm, all of that type of his stuff. Fi- his, fi- his feelings are hurt. You said it. He's emotional. All right, think about right. this. Think about uh, – uh, Morris, if I put a statue of Lorenz Tate in your front yard and you gotta walk past, you gotta walk past Lorenz Tate every time you walk home. That's what happened. They, they put a statue of Nick Foles in front of the building. He had to walk past it, and it reminded him of all his shortcomings every day. Yeah, well, right, right now, see, uh, Carson thing, went though, One more thing. Okay. But here's the thing with that: the Eagles went out and drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round. Yeah, fell apart. With uh, Aaron Rodgers, they drafted Love in the first round. He yep. balled out. With uh, with uh, Tom Brady, they had drafted Garoppolo. Yep. He balled out. You yep. know what I'm saying? So it's a, it's a mental thing with him, man. He needs to get stronger mentally. Well, if you ain't got stronger by this age mentally, I don't think right. it's I don't think it's gonna happen. Like I, I, I think right. I don't think he's content. I think he still has a lot of football in him. The question is, is it winning football? That's the question. Well, right now, uh, Carson Wentz has 10 touchdowns, six interceptions, completing 62% of his uh, passes. Um, so 62% and six interceptions at this stage of his career is unacceptable. No, that's unacceptable. He got as many wins as a dead man. That's the question. That's the bad thing. <laughs> well, I, I don't know how much of a repercussion, you know, uh, Ron Rivera's comments will have in terms of Carson Wentz hearing them. You know, but uh, we will definitely see because I, I know right now is a, a lot of talk in Washington right now about that quarterback position, Fred. Well, you know, I believe it. I, I believe in quarterback face. Do you know what that is? I believe that all great quarterbacks are attractive men. I I think the only two franchises that can have ugly quarterbacks uh, is Pittsburgh Steelers. They major in ugly quarterbacks, unattractive guys. In the in the Baltimore Ravens. All right. Other than that, everybody else gotta have. Uh, and so, Joe Cena, let me ask you: on the scale to the scale to one to ten, how how attractive is Carson Wentz? Ten. Moving on to final. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, listen! Before we talk about the game, are we trying to set me up? No, I ask you a question. One to ten. What is Carson Wentz? Attractive wise, Jimmy Garoppolo a ten. We know that. What is Carson Wentz? Eleven and a half. Moving on. Uh, oh. Before we talk about the game of the week, because I, I meant to get this on before we brought in Slay, but Slay popped in the backstage, so we want to get him on as soon as he's back there. Right now, there's this story going on. I don't know if you saw it, but there, but there is a man who uh, his name is. What is his name? His name is uh, Philip White, and he is a resident of California, where Morris resides. So, okay. all right, this, this is this Jim. is not a surprise. But he is filing a lawsuit against the company Texas Pete because he said he was mad to discover that the hot sauce is not made in Texas and instead is a product of Winston Salem, North Carolina. Do you? Have yes, 
I got no problem with that. Listen, California people do strange things. That's why Morris never shocks me. At the end of the day, you can't, you can't, you can't sue these people because they named Texas Pete. All right, guess what? You better get some red hots and put that shit on everything. All right, it's a other, it's other hot sauces you can use. Louisiana, I don't even think it's made in Louisiana. It might be made in Mississippi. Long as it's made in America, we good. Well, what what y'all don't understand, and maybe y'all know this, and maybe y'all don't. California is the sue me state. Suing people is an occupation out here in California. So, hey, we got it down pat. We know all the laws, all the rules and regulations, and how to sue people that for a living. So, hey, I understand where he's coming from. That's what it is. Well, hey, we Philip, Philip White said the lawsuit, he wouldn't have bought the Louisiana-style hot sauce or would not have paid as much if he knew, if he knew of its origin. Hey, you know what? That that's that's terrible. That's the same people that California don't even got water, but they they growing almonds. All right, they they growing the thing that takes the most water out of everything. That show you what California is about. But we also talking about a state with its own economy, so you know how that goes. It's yeah. always something going on in Cali, as as it we is. know. It hey, is. listen, hey, listen, it guys. Is. What is the game of the week? We got a few choices here, just for our final takes. We got Dallas at Philly. Hey. Uh, like Buffalo at Kansas City, Morris. We want you to be honest. Uh, Baltimore okay. at NYG, and Minnesota at Miami. Mm. Okay, the the Minnesota get no. Uh, what? It would be between the it would be between the KC Buffalo and Buffalo. Game. Yes, rematch. Yeah, I, I, yes, I think that I think that's probably the most intriguing game at this point. That's the shootout. That's the shootout at the OK Corral right there, all right? You remember what happened these with the last time these two quarterbacks got together? Josh Allen just had 900 yards at halftime, all right? At the end of the day, this is going to be a bomb burner. You're talking about two of the best offenses to ever play the game, two of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. Yes, it's going to be a fun shootout, and you best believe that I'm looking for the Bills to edge the Chiefs out because that's what happens after a game game like last year the other team comes back and win but guess what then kansas city win when it count and that'll be the playoffs that'll be the rematch well you know i would say this though because a lot of people have been talking about brian dayball being coach of the year at this point i i think the bona fide um you know people that should definitely be getting their props is not only brian dayball but leslie frazier both of the coordinators that came out of buffalo from last year have been doing a hell of a job if you remember fred they both interviewed the head coach of the Giants. It was Brian Dayball got the job. Leslie Frazier found out as soon as he landed that they hired Brian Dayball. But when you think about all the injuries with Buffalo, Mike, yeah. I mean, you can go on and on and on and on. Tredavious yeah. White, uh, the, the Leslie Frazier also, in addition, yeah. Brian Dayball deserves his props. Hey, first of all, Leslie Frazier is one of the best defensive coordinators and one of the most underrated guys in the NFL. I love the person he is. He tried to get me to stay in Minnesota, and I almost stayed just because of uh, Leslie Frazier, but I just had to get back to Washington, D.C. Did not want to stay, but I promise you this. Every player that's ever played for Leslie Frazier will tell you this. He's an even better man than he is a coordinator, and we never forget men like that, and his just do will come. Maybe he'll be the next head coach for the Washington Commanders. Who knows? Well, uh, Morris, we're going to let you have the parting shot. It is your team that is the remaining undefeated team look, in the league. Y'all have the look. Cowboys for Sunday night football prime right. time. Y'all almost lost. Had the field goal gone in, it would at least gone to overtime. I'm just saying, are y'all going to be 6-0 or not, Morris? It's good. Listen, I'm going to say this. It's oh, a long God. season. I'm encouraged by what I'm seeing <laughs> from, from the Eagles. 
you know, uh, we're not in the Super Bowl. You know, it's not the end of the season. Let's get to the end of the season, and we'll see what's happening. But I'm encouraged by it. I think this weekend is going to be a tough game. That's you know, uh, Dallas is running the ball, and they, you know, and they're playing great defense. I'm looking forward to seeing this game. I think, I think, I do think uh, the Eagles. Will come up. Yeah, yeah, they will, they will lose, they will lose. Like it's time for them to lose. They, they, they crawled out, they, they crawled out of this one last week. We know one thing, we know the truth, and they will not be going seventeen and zero. We know that, we know that for a fact. So they got to lose some. Huh? Okay, so, so they're not going seventeen and zero. So what we no, did no. match? How many teams? How many teams have done that? Uh, 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 one, 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 two, two. Who? So. Well, not 17, though, but two teams have gone undefeated during the regular season. Oh, the New England Patriots and the Miami Dolphins. And the Miami Dolphins. So you, so, so, my heart's going to be so broken that we didn't do this, the one thing that only two teams have done yeah. in the history of NFL. Yeah, wait, wait, guess what? Fred, uh, who do y'all play this week? It, we playing the school of the we, – we, we playing the school of the blind. It don't even matter who we playing, all right? We uh, we we got we, we we are we are actually playing the Chicago Bears, so we're set up the Bears. We're set up to win a game this week. They're two okay, and three. They actually do have the Bears. Actually, have a, they have, actually have a better record. Hey, they they got a better record, but the Bears stink. All right, you know a garbage truck juice smell like this remember, garbage truck remember, juice. Remember, remember, Fred said that because y'all play Thursday night football. <laughs> Thursday night. We'll see this pretty oh, soon. We don't even have to wait till yes, Thursday, Thursday night. night Morris. We don't even have to wait until you know the next show uh, on a Tuesday to we find may, out if the French Mac talking so we, backfired we in his face, huh? Hey, listen, we on Friday get a reaction from Fred. Hey, we hey we going to Chicago in Chicago in Chicago. First of all, Justin Fields have thrown for three more yards than you have this year. All right? We got them. Don't you worry about that. Okay. okay. Well, we'll okay. see We'll see if that ends up biting you in the butt, Fred. We know you don't have any problems with confident proclamations. But you know what? At some point, we do have to end this show. So, for Morris Chesson and Fred Smoot, I am Josina Anderson, and we are out. Peace. Peace. I might. I'm, uh, What'd you say? I might have to dip. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>